Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 30th of November, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up 0.7% today to 7,087 points after a very big spike at the end of the day. Industrials did best, but that sector had plenty of friends, including tech stocks, financials, and consumer staples. Much of the trading at the moment is on the economic cycle. Will interest rates rise again in the US and in Australia? Hmm. Macquarie Group led the banks higher, rising more than 2%, while Westpac jumped more than 1%. James Hardy Industries today rose 2.5%. Transurban was up 1.5%, and Woolies was up more than 1%. It was a tough day for the energy stocks, with Origin and AGL both off 2.4%. Industrial Property Group Goodman fell 2.7%. CSL and West Farmers also underperformed the market. Iris surged 15% after it upgraded its earnings guidance for this calendar year. It was the best performing stock on the day by far. Another strong performer was Harvey Norman after yesterday's AGM. Liontown Resources fell after former Fortescue Metals Chief Financial Officer Ian Wells was appointed to the board. Worst on the day, though, was Core Lithium, down 3.5%, and shares in North Queensland copper explorer Cooper Metals, not on the ASX, a smaller company, rocketed 60% after it reported significant and high-grade copper hits from its drilling at its Brumbury Ridge project. Story number two, Origin Energy's board today rejected a revised takeover bid from Canadian suitor Brookfield, describing it as incomplete and complex, and recommended investors vote in favour of the $18.7 billion offer, which will be put to a vote on Monday. A shareholder vote was supposed to be held a week ago, or last Friday. It was postponed after Brookfield and a consortium backed by US investment group EIG lobbed an alternate offer. The main reason for that offer was that Origin's largest shareholder, Australian Super, has already said it's going to vote against the original deal. That will pretty much scupper it, hence there was a second deal. Yesterday, the board said the second deal was complex and will take too long to execute, not to mention there's a bunch of regulatory hurdles to overcome. Origin's share price fell 2% today to $8.24. That's way below the $9.39 cash bid to be voted on on Monday. Story number three, convenience and petrol retailer 7-Eleven's Australian arm has been sold to its Japanese parent company for $1.71 billion. 7-Eleven owns about 750 stores across the country, and according to media reports, it has sold to Japan's 7&I Holdings, which owns the 7-Eleven Global Licence. 7-&I fought off competition from ASX-listed fuel distributor and refiner Ampol and US private equity firm Platinum Equity. 7-Eleven's shareholders, the Withers and Barlow families, will exit the convenience and petrol retailer after acquiring the Australian licence back in 1977 they're a lot wealthier as well. Story number four, a New South Wales coal mine that's been shuttered for 18 years will restart production after the mine's owner secured a $90 million loan. The Dartbrook mine in the Hunter Valley will reopen after its owner, Australian Pacific Coal, procured the loan from European commodities trader Vitol. The money will help fund the final works and equipment like conveyors required to restart the mine, which has been idle since its former owner, Anglo-American, shut it in 2007. It comes as Whitehaven Coal works to resume production at the Vickery Mine in New South Wales, 25 years after it was closed by Rio Tinto. Clearly, there's still plenty of interest in coal. In fact, global coal demand reached a record high of 8.3 billion tonnes 
in 2022, according to the International Energy Agency, as consumption growth in China and other Asian nations exceeded the retreat from coal in wealthy nations. And that figure is expected to grow this year. And story number five, OpenAI has officially reinstated Sam Altman as Chief Executive Officer and has a new initial board of directors with Microsoft joining as a non-voting observer. The story that keeps giving this one, Altman was sacked without OpenAI telling Microsoft, its biggest shareholder. Microsoft then hired Altman, then said it was okay for him to go back to OpenAI. Altman said he would if the board was sacked. And in the end, he won his way. OpenAI also said that Mira Marathi, who had been Chief Technology Officer until Altman's ousting when she was briefly named Interim CEO, is once again the company's CTO. OpenAI's co-founder, Greg Brockman, will return as the company's president after he quit in protest over Altman's firing. That's it for the afternoon report for the 30th of November, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Friday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.